Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Animation Fascination Podcast. I'm Mark Vibbert, and with me again, as always, is Matt Quest. Hello! We have a, a guest host today in Nate Sawyer. Hey, everybody. And then our special guest today is Peter Parker, Spider-Man himself, actor and musician Drake Bell. Hey, what's up? Yeah, just wanted to thank you again for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely, and sorry for the late mix-up, uh, but I'm, I'm technologically uh, impaired, so. That's right. Internet is, is always a problem to a lot of people, so. But, uh, yeah, if, if you guys haven't listened to the show before, this podcast focuses on the world of animation. Each episode, we feature an animated series or film from the past or present, whether it's traditionally hand-drawn, computer-generated, or stop-motion. If it's animated, it is up for discussion with us. So, uh, without any further ado, we're going to get into the recommendations for this week on the show. Uh, Start with you, Drake. Is there anything you've been watching or listening to recently that you'd want people to check out? This morning I was uh, was checking out the new episode of Spider-Man, and it was the first time that I got to check out the the new Marvel mashups. Nice. And uh, those are are hilarious. I've been been loving... Uh, Marvel mashups. I think they're doing a killer job with those. I haven't seen those yet because I usually download it from iTunes. But oh, it's great. They take uh, old, you know, '60s animation of like Fantastic Four, The Incredible Hulk, or uh, 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 X Men, or whatever, what, whatever it is. Captain America, you know, the old '60s versions. Oh, yeah. And then they 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 put new dialogue to them that are. <laughs> Oh man, he's turning into funny. a robot. You know, it's it. They'll be drive. They'll be flying around the Fantastic Four. You know that ship. Yeah, like the ship they fly around in. They, oh, yeah. they go, hey, you know, thank thank goodness that this bathtub is. You know, they turn it. They they say it's a bathtub. And they do all these things. They just have like really funny dialogue to them. They're really cool. Nice. I think I think I might have seen one of those before with the Hulk doing something. Because I I think Disney has done those with like like some older Disney shorts that they did too. Yeah, they were doing them with. Um, I can't remember what I think DC DC did something like this, but Marvel took it to a whole new. It, it almost seems like something that should be on Adult Swim. <laughs> it's like really witty comedy. This old uh, animation. It's it's really clever for stuff. Nice. We'll have to check this out. I bet they're the bet some of them are on YouTube. So cool. Uh, yeah. So my recommendation for this week is that uh, uh, Lakia's enter- uh, animation company just put out a thing called making norman which shows the process of them putting together the figures that they use for the stop motion feature paranormal that's coming out and it looks pretty cool it goes through all these steps and it's a kind of just a cool video set to music and then it ends with Paran- uh, norman standing up and walking off with the stop motion i thought it was pretty cool the way it showed how they make the figures and whatnot in it as Matt, I think you got to watch it. What did you think about it? Yeah, I thought it was really cool. You got to see all like armature that goes into the model and how they like injection molded like the plastic, and it was all stop motion animated like the process. So you could see like the screws screwing in like his head and stuff, and it was really cool. All right, yeah, it's definitely cool to check out. Cool, and we'll go into your recommendation on that. Alright, for this week, I'm recommending off of Vimeo, Dubstep Dispute. 
So um, if you go on Vimeo and check out Dubstep Dispute, it's like a short film of like four robots, and it's like uh, it's like an argument between four ro- robots, and it's just um, you'll have to check it out to really see it. It's it's pretty cool. It has like some techno music in it. I think there's music by uh, Nostalgia, so I definitely recommend you guys go check that out. All right, for, for this week I'm doing Opera Le Pui. It's a short that came out of Copans um, in 2008. It's really cool. It's a mixture of CG and traditional 2D animation. All right, yeah, so those are our recommendations for this week. With, uh, and with that, we're going to get into the new trailers. Drake, have you got to see the the new trailers they put out for Frankenweenie or Rise of the Guardians yet? Uh-huh. Man, I am so stoked about Frank and Weenie. I grew up on that. <laughs> so that was one of my favorite little shorts growing up. Um, I came across it. I don't. I think I was at a block but, or a video giant like when I was a kid. And I came across Frank and Weenie, and it just looked so cool. And I was really into old black and white stuff when I was a kid. So the fact that it was black and white kind of caught my attention. And the fact that you know it was Tim Burton and everything. So I, I went home and fell in love with it. And Recently, I was just in, uh, I forget what movie I was watching, but I was in the theater, and uh, the trailer started, and I said, I I leaned over to my friend, I said, man, I think this is an animated version of Frankenweenie, is it? No way, because, you know, the dog, and then the dog dies, and they do the whole thing, and then it comes up, Tim Burton's Frankenweenie, I'm like, no way, doing an animated version, that's so awesome, I'm stoked to see that. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. And I'm glad they they kept the the film in black and white too because I mean that's yeah exactly because I mean that might not go over like that well with kids because actually my my son watched it and he said why does it have to be in black and white <laughs> but I th- I think it'll it lends a kind of cool imagery to it I mean Corpse Bride wasn't really in black and white but I mean it was pretty absent of any color so I was just I was just gonna make the same reference I was gonna say well you know Corpse Bride. It wasn't black and white, but it was very dull and and dark, and there were it was like you said, absent of a lot of color. So I think, I think you know, still it's going to be uh, um, aesthetically pleasing to kids. And plus, you know, it's 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 animation and it's stop motion. It's Nightmare Before Christmas style, and also you know, we need some animate. You know, there's there the animation that's out. It's great. You know how Pixar does. Uh, you know, they do like they tip their hats to the parents. You know, there are there's always jokes in there that go over the kids' heads. But it's kind of cool. This is sort of a Tim Burton really tipping his hats to the parents because, you know, they're the parents now are my, you know, I'm almost, I'm 26 years old. You know, the parents are, you know, 30, 35, and this is sort of really a tip, tip your hat to them, which is, which is really cool. And it's, it's something cool to uh, have the nostalgia of being a parent and going, oh, I remember this from when I was a kid, and then sharing it with your kid. You know, it's, it's something cool. Definitely. And then, actually, if anyone hasn't ever seen the original Frank and Weenie, if you do have the Nightmare Before Christmas Blu-ray, the original short is on that, so you can check that out if you haven't seen it. Who was the mom in that? Wasn't that what's her name? Uh, I, don't, I know Daniel. I know Daniel Stern was was the father in the short. I don't remember who played the mom. I think it might have been Catherine O'Hara, but I, I'm not yeah, 100% on that. Catherine O'Hara or Shelley Duvall. It was somebody really famous, some really cool, cool girl. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely interesting to see like a full-length animated feature version of Frank and Weenie. Totally. Uh, and then, have you seen the the Rise of the Guardians trailer? No, I haven't. That film looks pretty cool. It's kind of essentially it, it, it assumes that like the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, 
uh, Tooth Fairy and the Sandman are all like these guardians to kids throughout the world. And there's this guy um, that's trying to basically scare all the kids in the world with fear and like take <laughs> it over with, with fear. And uh, they pretty much they get Jack Frost to help them out to take him down. And the new trailer for it looks really cool. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is one of the, the producers on the film, so you can kind of see that. And like is the that design... animation? Yeah, it's CG animation, so it'll it'll be like along the lines of like How to Train Your Dragon or something like that, because it's from DreamWorks. But okay. I think that looks pretty cool, because it looks like they're kind of trying to humanize like some of the, like these fairy tale characters from when when we were younger, and it'll be cool to see them in this type of film, I think. <clears throat> Yeah, the trailer, the visuals look absolutely stunning right now, so I, I'll encourage you to definitely go check out the trailer and check out the movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are, are the new trailers we wanted to talk about this week. Uh, the only thing I have on there for news this week, which I, th- I thought would be cool and relevant to what we're going to be talking about for the big chunk of the episode, is that I found a, a posting about the five best and five worst spider-man animated series episodes from then the 90s cartoon did you ever watch that drake i did yeah all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna go over the best really quick and see if you guys remember any of these at all uh the first one of the best was the menace of mysterio uh, and that one was about mysterio begins committing crimes disguised as spidey and uh, spidey races to clear his name uh, and then there's enter the green goblin which is well, working for a gastric bypass surgery candidate, <laughs> the kingpin Norman Osborn is in- injured in an explosion. Subsequently, goes completely nuts, throws a wicked green mask and tights, and begins making life miserable for everyone he knows. Business as usual in the Marvel universe. Um, farewell, Spider-Man. Uh, Madam Web teams Spider-Man up with some Spider-Man from other dimensions in order to save all of existence. Uh, Dave the Chameleon. Which is with the chameleon plotting to disrupt a peace conference. Spidey partners with Nick Fury and Shield to stop him. And then the number one is the alien costume, which basically introduced the alien symbiote and Venom to the '90s series. Uh, I remember this is really what got me into Spider-Man when I was a when I was a kid, and I just I, I wish they would release this entire series on DVD. Or I I do like that it's all on Netflix now, but. What do you? What are some of you guys' memories from animated '90s animated series? I was definitely a huge fan of Venom. Anytime Venom was on, on the series, that was that was that was my thing when I was a kid. Venom. I mean, Venom was like one of those like the anti character, you know. So it kind of looked like Spider Man, but it wasn't really Spider Man. That's what I liked. <laughs> Nate. I just thought it was kind of cool how they handled the, uh, the two symbiotes, Venom and Carnage, and kind of rewrote their creation story and made it a little bit simpler for the TV series, and it worked, so it was fun to watch those episodes, for sure. Definitely. I mean, the thing I I think I liked so much about the 90s series was that it relied a lot on the comics, and I think by watching that, it it made me, I don't know, even bigger, it made me a big fan of Spider-Man, but it it got me into more of the Spider-Man comics and knowing a lot more about Spider-Man than that, that I think I would have then rather than watching maybe like some some other co- cartoon that would have been on around then because the X the X Men series that was like that was exactly like that and it was that was a great series too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the the five worst episodes they have on here are 
Enter the Punisher, which basically all these episodes have Morbius the Vampire in them. Uh, <laughs> the Immortal Va- the Immortal Vampire, Rocket Racer, uh, the Spot, and then Hydro Man. And then Hydro Man, I guess they basically used because there was like a rights issue with Sandman. Because at that time, I guess he was going to be in the first Sam Raimi film. But then we all know that he ended up getting pushed to the third Spidey movie. We all know how the third movie turned out. Uh, So yeah, that's the five best and worst Spider-Man animated series. So without further ado, we're going to get into current Spider-Man series starring our guest today, Drake Bell, Ultimate Spider-Man. And the thing I came across is something that I guess they're going to be showing at at Comic-Con next week is the Spider-Ham and Loki. Uh, Now... What what went into making that short? Was it is that going to be in a an episode, Drake, or is that just like a short that they did with Spider-Man eating like the hot dog and Loki? And then no, he turns... that's, that's that's actually a preview of a full-length episode that they've uh, they've done, which is pretty cool because Spider-Ham I think only uh, appeared in uh, the early '90s or the late '80s in. In, in, in a in a select few comics, and so this is sort of a uh, paying tribute and homage to a uh, oh man. I can't remember the artist who created it, but uh, it's it's sort of a throwback to that. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool that they're going to be doing that. I like I've liked all the like the guest spots from like different heroes in the show so far. So it'll be cool to see stuff like that on the show too. Yeah, it's really cool. I get to you know, and every time you know, because I'm a pig, so every time I talk, you know, I have to be like, hey, you know, <laughs> you know, and all these like funny noises and stuff. So it's pretty cool. And then, are you gonna be at Comic Con next week for for the? If are they doing an Ultimate Spider-Man panel or like a panel well, with? There hasn't been talk yet. I was there last year, um, but this year uh, I haven't heard anything. All right, cool. Um, so I with 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 that, we're gonna get into the other series of questions that we had were, um, I already kind of asked you this was, had you watched any of the previous Spider-Man animated series? We know that you watched the, the nineties ones, but did you watch like any of the others? I grew up on comic books. So I was more into the comic books growing up, but I, uh, I, I definitely, uh, definitely watched all all the old Spider-Man stuff. Nice. Uh, which out of like, out of the sixties, nineties, or like the, the MTV one that Neil Patrick Harris did, uh, which one? Weird. Yeah, that the CG animation that was kind of weird. I but I did like, I did like Neil Patrick Harris's. That that'd be cool to I see. Like I liked I liked him. Spy, I liked his voice as, as Spidey, but I, I don't know that it looked like I was watching like someone play Sims or something. Or or remember that show <laughs> Reboot? Yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah. like that. But um, my favorite was the '60s. I I I'm a I love retro stuff and, and stuff that's vintage so I, I just I love all that limited animation where they use the same you know they use the same frame for yeah. four different lines you know and, and it's just kind of like I, I love that stuff and you could you could tell how much harder it was to do a suit in the, the 60s uh, series because a lot of the times there's not a lot of webbing around parts of his his suit so it's basically just the re- like Plain red and plain blue all together, and he doesn't really have any webbing, which I thought always yeah. thought was funny. And yeah, and like you're saying, they do use a lot of the the same, like, uh, I don't know, scenes over and over again where he's like, yeah. whenever he's swinging, cut, he'll be the same scene. Someone else talking, and then they'll cut they'll they'll cut back to Spidey, and it'll be the same frame, 
with different dialogue over it, you know. Yeah. Uh, now, guys, what what was the, what were your f favorite animated series for Spider-Man? Matt and Nate. For oh, me, Nate. I think. For me, I think um, the Spectacular Spider-Man that was coming out a couple years ago uh, was definitely my favorite up until. I think this Ultimate Spider-Man is giving it a run for its money. I really kind of like the tone that Ultimate Spider-Man's setting, so it's pretty close. Nice. Yeah, my like one of my favorite uh, Spider-Man episodes, uh, like you were saying earlier uh, with Venom, the with the five best. Those, I mean, the night early '90s would probably be like my favorite because I remember watching those, you know, like um, when I was younger, and that's you know the Spider-Man I grew up with. So that was definitely my favorite. Yeah, I think I think. I think that was initially my favorite, but like, like Nate was just saying, this this new one that you're doing, Drake, I've I've liked the kind of tone with it. I like the breaking the fourth wall on that, and I th I think that's like a cool added element to it. It's a good juxtaposition between sort of new Spider-Man and then the old, because if you read the old comics, like the very old, you know, the very beginning of Spider-Man, it's all about the bad jokes. It's all about the play on words it's all about the puns it's all about breaking the fourth wall talking to the audience and so so this one sort of i like how it kind of is bringing this new sort of you know uh cool um 2d animation that's really spectacular to watch but along with the sort of 60s you know uh bad comedy you know which which ter in turn is funny comedy yeah there's a bit on the one of the last episodes with with Dr. Octopus that I liked where they kept doing the, the thing with Spidey as the referee and like the no, the no foul on the jokes. I thought that was funny too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that stuff. And I really yeah. think it works because it's, it's Spider-Man, you know, like it's a, it's a hero that doesn't take himself too seriously. Like, I mean, if Batman tried to do that thing with the fourth wall, I don't think it would work so well. Yeah, yeah, Batman, yeah exactly. Like that's, that's, that's who Spider-Man is. He's a youthful, he's a, he's a, He's a bumbling teenager, you know. I mean, he is a—he's a really smart science geek, but still, he's kind of a, a bumbling nerd, which, which comes through in this uh, series, I think. Yeah. So that would kind of segue us into this uh, next question: like, how would you describe Peter Parker that we meet in this series? Um, he's—he's—he's uh, he's he's a little cooler, I think, than uh, than than sort of the original Spider-Man. I think he's kind of taken on a little bit of, uh, I think the direction the new Spider-Man, like the new movie's taken. He sort of, you know, he is, he's a high school nerd and a geek and a science guy, but he's still hip and cool and he's got cool hair and he dresses cool and, you know, he's not an outcast at school. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, it's still, it's the same, you know, he's got the web slingers instead of having them come out of his arms like the Sam Raimi movies and it, 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 it plays close. To, uh, and the writers also, you know, we've got like Brian, uh, my, uh, uh, Michael Bendis, all everybody, you know, Paul Dini, everybody who's involved with the show is, uh, it's keeping very, very true to sort of where uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man was going in the comic books. Yeah, yeah cool. <clears throat> Nate? You know, and it's so rad. You get to watch Stan Lee gets to, you, you sit in there in the room and Stan Lee shows up to do an episode with you. Oh, yeah. like, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, and he's like, you know, I, you know, I created this, uh, when I was back with, uh, you know, and you're just sitting there like, oh my gosh, man, this is <laughs> oh, He gets man. all embarrassed, he's like, hey, you know, I know you guys are professionals, but, uh, 
but uh, don't laugh me. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, love him as the janitor on the show. Yeah, yeah, he's, it's so great. He comes in. We did a whole episode called Stand By Me. Nice. And uh, it was it was a whole episode just full of uh, Stan Lee. So we got to, I mean, it's just so great when you get when he walks in there, and he's so humble, and he's just a, he's like a big kid, you know. I mean, we we it was really funny. We were talking about Shield, and he's supposed to describe what he's supposed to say uh, what the acronym means. So he starts saying, you know, uh, you know, uh, whatever it whatever it stands for in the Ultimate Spider-Man series now, and he keeps messing up. And everyone's like, well, let's just try it again, Stan. Let's try it again. And he goes to say it all out again. And he, and he messed up. He goes, well, you know why I'm messing up? And they go, why? He goes, because when I first originally wrote S.H.I.E.L.D., it stood for, and then he put the origi- what it originally stood for. And he said <laughs> oh, it stood wow. for that. And then he goes, whatever this is, somebody's trying to get, somebody's me- somebody couldn't get the copyrights or something because this isn't what it, this isn't what it stands for, but I'll do it. But it stands for, and then he does the whole thing of what it used to stand for, and then he goes, but that's why I'm meshing it up. It's so, oh man, I was like, please somebody have recorded that, that is the most brilliant thing ever, and they had, they totally had the record button on, so we, after he left, we just listened to it over and over and laughed and laughed. Oh man. It's really cool that you get to work with all the, the people behind the comic. Do you get to work with, uh, do you talk to Michael Bendis or get to interact with him at all? Yeah, he comes into a lot of the sessions and stuff. It's it's really cool, and especially being a comic fan, it's just kind of cool to just be you know, friends, you know, and it's it's super cool. Nice. And Joe Casada and people like that, you know, it's like legend. It's so cool. Uh, and then were there, were there any particular comic series or stories you read before you you started playing Spider-Man on the show? That I that I what? Were like were there any like specific stories within like the Ultimate Spider-Man? Uh, comic series that you read before you, you you took on the role or did you just kind of go based off what you had read as you were growing up reading spider-man yeah i just went off of what i read as as, as spider-man because the, the show doesn't really i mean if you read the ultimate spider-man comics there's like a whole 90 comics before you even get to really where we are in the show you know oh, it's got the whole backstory of spider-man it's got the whole build-up of the Greek god it's got all this different stuff and and our show kind of uh Put uh, footnotes it for you. You know what I mean. Kind it of kind of just up. jumps forward you, you a year into you already being Spider-Man. The already being Spider-Man into already being uh, <laughs> in, into becoming a part of Shield. You know, I mean, Spider-Man didn't become a part of Shield till much later, and uh, and stuff like that. So you know, and, and and the involvement of like White Tiger and Nova and, and Iron Fist. I mean, th- those guys aren't really in Ultimate Spider-Man. I think until yeah. like. Ultimate Spider-Man 17 or something like that when they all get in the house together. I can't remember which... which, which... Yeah. <laughs> now, with the recording sessions, uh, what's it been like so far? Uh, like, collaborating um, with the rest of the cast, the producers? Are you, like, in a booth alone? Or are you, like, uh, you know, acting with other people, like, together, like, doing this? It's actually really, really cool. We get in a room with about whoever else is in the episode, whether it be, you know, Iron Fist, Nova... Uh, um, White Tiger, Shy Mc, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Nick Fury, right? Yeah, or, Nick Fury. Or Luke uh, Cage, or Jameson, or Jonah Jameson, and all the. So it's basically like all of us in a in a in a big room together with mics in front of us, and we just act out all the scenes, and and 
being in, in in the presence of these these really talented voice actors, it's just so cool, you know. And most of them are 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 actors that you grew up on their voices. So you know, you'll be like, "Oh, hey man, what have you been in?" And he's like, "Oh, follow your nose." I'm like, "Oh my God, you're Toucan Sam!" <laughs> like, you know, Sam since the '70s, kid. You know, you're like, "Oh man," you know. And then, like, another guy will be like, well, do you remember Pinky and the Brain? And he does, like, all these, you're like, no way! You know, you grew up on all these voices, and, you know, you got Tom Kenny next to you, who was Sponge playing Dr. Ock, and, like, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing, and, and, and it's, when you work with uh, regular, when you, I don't want to say regular, but when you work with film actors and stuff, you know, everyone's kind of super serious, or they're into their craft, or they're into this, and then. But when you get in a room with a bunch of voice actors, man, it is like nonstop mayhem. The voices and the jokes and the, you know, and then they'll 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 be messing up on a line, and so they'll say a line as their character, but really funny and off the wall, you know. And so then you you hear this character saying this line that they would never say, you know, or saying some bad word or something that's like, you know, it, but character's voice that you're just, and everyone just falls over laughing. It's like it, it's. It's it's so cool, and you get to go in dressed however you want. You don't have to care about hair and makeup. You don't have to care about this or that. You just go in, sit in front of a microphone, and 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 just have a ball. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, what would you say is your your favorite aspect of the series? Do you like you know doing the like the crazy fourth wall stuff or more of the character development stuff? Um. I like, you know, I, I like the fourth wall stuff because it gets you, it gives you a chance to kind of really just get out there and be zany. Um, you know, and a lot of the fourth wall stuff will be like Angel Spidey or Spidey or my brain talking to my stomach. <laughs> like in that one, you know, and so it's really cool to hear like, They'll go, okay, now your brain has to have a voice. Now your stomach has to have a different voice. So I try these different voices. It's cool to hear me as Spider-Man, but it's it's mostly just me higher pitch. Hey, what's up? It's me, Spider-Man. Okay, you know. But so when, when I hear my voice, you know, doing something like this, or, you know, you're out there. Hey, guys, you know. And it's like so I'm playing some bad guy, or I'm playing like a waiter or, or something. In, in uh, it, It's really cool to hear my voice do something else. And, and breaking the fourth wall uh, lends itself to that a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we can all tell you're having fun with that because those are some of the most, you know, entertaining parts of the show. Are those all like scripted, or do you ad lib any of those? Yeah, no, they're all they're all scripted. Man of Action, those guys, they do a really killer job, and they're uh, they're it's sort of a no joke unturned. You know what I mean? It's if there's if there's a play on words, they're gonna go for it. You know, they they, they do a good job. Yeah, uh, kind of going off that. I think one of the, my favorite episodes so far has been the one where, where Wolverine and Spider-Man switch bodies. I, I liked like your take on Wolverine, you as Wolverine in Peter Parker's body. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was funny. We had to sit there, and I would have to have the uh, actor who played Wolverine say the lot, say my line, and then I'd have to try and copy the way he would say it, and then I'd have to do it for him. You know, it was, that was an interesting episode to do. Because, because you know, if 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 I say something like, "Hey, man, get out of my body," Wolverine wouldn't say it like that, you know. He'd be yeah. like, "Get out of my body," you know. And so I have to, I'd have to go like, "Hey, get out of my body," and then he had to be like, "Hey, man, get out of my body," you know. I have to do like a total like kind of, but it was it was really fun to try and do. It was, it was cool. 
there's one where uh, there's one where um, that's coming up where Hulk and I get switched. I think I don't know if I should be saying this, but there's one where Hulk and I get switched, and that one was awesome because I have to be like oh, you know, yeah. Spider Man, and he had to be like, oh, like, hey, I'm Spider Man. It was, it was really funny. <laughs> Looking forward to that. So here's kind of a off-topic kind of question for you. Something for like all the fans out there. Um, so, um, if you could have one of Spider-Man's powers in real life, what would you like to have? Probably, man. I don't know. But I want to climb on. Would I want to be able to walk on walls? Or would I want super, probably super strength and super agility. I guess if, if those if those could be one. Because I could go without walking on the walls and then i'm not smart enough to make the webs and then but if i had super strength and agility i think that i could kind of get myself around that's a good answer i could at least dress like batman and be a badass you know? <laughs> yeah i was gonna just say what episode of the series so far do you think has been your favorite to do that was actually you brought it up that the wolverine one has been has been uh my favorite so far um just because it, it, it totally took a complete turn, you know, of uh, how I usually come in and do the episodes. You know, you just kind of come in, do your voice, do this, kind of do that. But that was that that posed a, a certain challenge that was fun to overcome. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that Hulk one, how that you're talking about it, too. Uh, and recently, I had, I had just went through yesterday and the day before marathoning all, all of the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Which it sucks that that got canceled, but there's gonna be that yeah. new new Avengers series coming out in the fall, so I, I guess maybe with that maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure if I was on that one or if I'm gonna be on the new one coming out in the fall, but I've done a few of uh, Avengers episodes where Spidey comes in. Yeah, you were you were on this Earth Mightiest Heroes one because that it was pretty cool. I liked you, there was there they long came a Spider episode and there's new Avengers. And then you're actually on the series finale of the episode, the show too, and I, I really liked that. I liked, I liked the animation for that show too. And I was kind of wondering how it came about for you doing the guest spot on that show. Was it just because you were doing Ultimate Spider-Man, and they were gonna have Spider-Man yeah. appear on that? It's pretty cool, Marvel. It's pretty much like anytime Spidey's seen, uh, it's it's me. So if there, you know, there's like some new online video games that are coming out. There's. Uh, um, except for the Marvel mashups, those because those are kind of funny voices that they just do for jokes. Um, but so yeah, I did the Ultimate Spider-Man. We're actually going to uh, be coming out in an episode. I really don't know if I should. But guess what? Nobody told me I shouldn't. So um, <laughs> we're going to actually be doing an episode of Phineas and Ferb, yeah. where uh, the whole Marvel universe, uh, Phineas and Ferb, they build like some time machine or something and the whole marvel universe comes into the episode so oh my God, that's awesome there's oh a four there's, there's a four part episode where it's me hulk iron uh me hulk thor and um not iron man maybe it's iron man yeah maybe it's iron man i think yeah me me hulk thor and iron man all uh guest on uh phineas and ferb for a big four-part marvel episode oh man my son's gonna love that because I watch Phineas and Ferb with him all the time, and he's gonna think that's awesome that Spider-Man, Hulk, and Iron Man, and Thor are all interacting with Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, and it's a really funny episode. Too. It's it's 
really good. I think maybe Loki might be in there. Some other bad guy, I can't remember. Um, is that going to is. Is going to be an Ultimate Spider-Man episode, or is that going to be a Phineas and Ferb episode, or is it going to be just kind of like a... It's going to be an, a, an, it's event gonna be an actual episode of Phineas and Ferb. All right, cool. Uh, then I'll let Matt ask this next question. <laughs> All right. So being a musician yourself, what would you say is your uh, favorite theme song to like any of the Spider-Man uh, animated series? The 60s. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's the classic one, yeah. This is the yeah. classic. Yeah, I mean, that's... Which is also cool. I think we're... Um, I, think Mar uh, I don't think... I mean, actually, Marvel's asked uh, me to uh, do a, uh, a cover of the 60s version, so I'll be doing a cover of that with the band and... Uh, um, I think we'll be shooting a, a music video to uh, premiere on Disney XD about the, Spider, the, the old Spider-Man theme song. Cool. That, that actually was going to be our next question to you, ask you if you would consider doing one for season two of the show now that I got picked up for a season two. Which, con yeah, which reason, congrats, by the way. They use it for the theme song to the show. I don't know what that is, but there's some legality reason they can't use it for the theme song to the show. But they want to. But we're going to do this so that we can do like you know promotions and stuff and commercials and kind of promote, uh, do, do, you know, when it comes to commercial, go to the video of the song or something like that for Ultimate Spider-Man, cut in with animation and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. Cool. All right. So now that you've been picked up for season two, what would you like to happen? What would you like to see happen for Spider-Man or Peter in the next season? Oh man. Uh, shoot. I don't know. I, 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 I I can't. Every, every time uh, I come into a new episode, it's like it's it's going bigger and better than I could imagine. Is there like a wish list of any characters you'd like to see show up on the the show at all? Like I know in the the new Ultimate Spider-Man comic series, they have Miles Morales on there. Do you think they'd ever try to like have him like cross over into the universe on on your show? Maybe like do a team up episode like that with you two? I mean, maybe. I mean, there there there, there there's a lot of stuff because. I mean, jumping all over you know they're not staying specifically chronological yeah. so i mean there's definitely uh a lot of and, they, and and the show is you know like with breaking the fourth wall and bringing in all the different characters there's definitely uh an opening for something like that to happen you know cool uh and i, I wanted to bring it up is is that i remember that you did did the the film superhero movie which kind of prepared you for playing spider-man because the the biggest uh Parody that film did was of Sam Raimi's original Spider-Man film. Did you, did you bring anything from doing that movie into when you were when you actually were playing Peter Parker Spider-Man in this? Um, not really. I mean, I or I mean, kind of too. Or, I mean, I guess maybe uh, when you did that, when you played that role, were you trying to bring in stuff maybe of Peter Parker? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's definitely it's it's definitely. Peter Parker. I mean, that's who I was playing in superhero movie, you know. Um, but uh, I didn't. I, I. I mean, maybe subconsciously or just like kind of like, hey, since I've been down this road before. I mean, maybe, but I mean, I didn't consciously like go, okay, I, I did superhero movies, so I will draw from that that experience <laughs> in my life, you know. Right. I kind of just. But man, doing superhero movie that was just that was a ball because. You know, it was right in the heart of the the, the Spider-Man movies coming out, and getting to just spoof on them and make all and do all those jokes and work with all the guys that were involved with that movie. You know, the the Zucker brothers and and Bob and Harvey Weinstein and Bob Weiss and yeah. Craig Mazin and 
Leslie Nielsen, oh, yeah, Marion Ross, and I mean, it was just the list goes on and on. I mean, Chris McDonald, and it just it goes on and on and on. It was just amazing to work with those people. Yeah, that that is definitely one of the, the better parody films that came out over the last uh, few years or so too, because a lot of them were just kind of basically like if you w would watch them later on like maybe years down the road you want to get any of the jokes in it because it was basically the best week ever as a, as a movie but exactly super, yeah. superhero movie actually had like a plot to it and wasn't trying yeah, it was to more of airplane you know it was, it was more of that uh it wasn't that... like oh put the paris hilton joke in now yeah <laughs> Uh, and then I, I guess our, our last thing to ask you would be is do you have anything coming up that you wanted to promote? I, I know that you did, actually, I'll bring this up, is that you played the, the live-action version of Timmy Turner in the the Fairly Odd Parents movie that they did, and I think they're doing a, a Christmas one, too. Did you want to talk about that a bit? Yeah, we just did a, uh, we just finished a for for Fairly Odd up and really awesome. It's going to be a Christmas movie about uh you know kind of elves versus fairies uh save christmas kind of thing it, it's really cool it looks cute i saw a little rough cut and is that going to be live action again or is that going to be animated it's going to be live action again oh cool. all right and then did you want to promote anything else that you're going to be putting out soon or doing it can be anything animation tv music um not uh, not at the moment. Just uh, working on the new Spider-Man's, getting a new record put together, and uh, which is not really ready for talking about. But uh, yeah, just kind of behind the scenes stuff right now. So uh, once once some projects start actually uh, coming to fruition, we'll, uh, we'll we'll go from there. You know. Cool. All right. Just uh, want to thank you again for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of the fans were, you know, we've started seeing a lot of following on our uh, Twitter site. So I think a lot of people are going to be excited to listen to this podcast. So we thank you again for that. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And and again, sorry for the uh, late mix up, but uh, glad we got it. Glad we got it taken care of. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's cool. cool. But yeah, uh, don't forget, everybody, you can for, you can follow us on Twitter individually. At, I'm at. Mark Vibber, M-A-R-C-V-I-B-B-E-R-T. Now I'm at Questpack, Q-U-E-S-T-P-A-C-T. Or the show at Animated Podcast. Or, and you can also follow Drake on Twitter at... It's, at, at Drake Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nate, do you have a Twitter? Uh, not yet, but I'm on it. All right. <laughs> And then you guys can feel free to email us at animationfascinationpodcast at gmail.com. But you won't be the first person ever anymore because we actually have had two or three emails now, finally. Uh, and you can visit our site at animationfascination.wordpress.com. You can also like us on Facebook just by searching for Animation Fascination. Uh, I'm Mark Vibbert. For myself, Matt Quest, Nate Sawyer, and our awesome guest, Drake Bell. Thank you for listening, and make sure to tune in again next time, guys. Thanks. Later on. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, catches seeds, just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud, he's got radio.